0: Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to The Marvel Hacks, Season 4, Episode 5 of The Marvel Hacks. Um, On the line tonight, it's actually a pretty amazing situation here. You know, we have uh, Brother Beavis is here. Brother Beavis has been with us for the last few weeks and months. Say, what's up, Brother Beavis?
1: Hey, what's up, Brother Beavis? I mean, what's up, people out there?
0: Yes, yes, he's here. Um yeah, he's here. I know I'm stumbling over this intro because we have a special guest tonight. Uh he is actually one of the founders of Brothers Comics. Uh it's Big Hush. Big Hush. Say what's happening, man. Hello, all you happy people. Man, we uh we teased you the last time we actually did this podcast and we got all these great numbers. Uh, We've known you as the ten percenter, you know, because every time you actually on, we got ten percent more listeners.
2: So it's uh,
0: great to have you back. As the Sandman uh, couldn't make it tonight, as his vocation came to uh, steal his joy of doing the comic book show.
3: I'm glad to be here to replace. So no
1: swerve tonight. You didn't tease the return. He just showed up unannounced from parts Uh, unknown. Yeah,
0: from parts unknown, he came from the back, you nice. know, he, ran, he, he shook the ring What's he ropes, doing? By you know, God! <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, uh, yes. No heart, heart though. You know,
2: C, <laughs> may he rest. You know. <laughs>
0: yes, may he rest, and uh, again, this is also why we enjoy having you here for your uh, interesting takes. Uh, that
1: 141, be, uh, first uh, line.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The first line stuff of the evening. Uh, so yeah, so as we get started here, uh, we're going to get into these damn books here in a little bit. The first part is blurred notes. Hold on, let me hit my music and let's see if I actually do it. Okay, Blurred Notes is our topics that we go through the weeks in comic book movie news, all those types of news, and we got to get a review in for Daredevil here in a little bit. We're not sure what letter we're going to stick it under. But the first D. B for tonight is, the, I guess D, first B uh, for Blurred is uh, Black Mask. Uh, it was announced uh, this week that Ewan McGregor is going to play uh, the Black Mask in the R-rated Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. It's not the Birds of Prey movie. It's Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Um, I've always kind of found Black Mask to be a lightweight, fake-ass red skull, but I do like Ewan McGregor, Hutch. What do you think about Black Mask as the lead villain in this movie coming up? Anything with
3: Harley Quinn bothers me. Everything I've seen Harley Quinn in bothers me. Um, this will probably bother me. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: nice.
0: I, I've, I've, and this is going to come up here later when we do Heroes in Crisis. I've like likened her, Brother Viva, she is officially DC's Deadpool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, they, it's interesting that, that, you know, DC, or Marvel's already moved on to Gwenpool, um, who's the new Deadpool and DC's, you know. Always, oh, oh, never to be out, ne- never to be outdone, uh, has has their copy. But yeah, I saw this note. I was like, I don't know who Black Mask is. Uh, I don't have strong mm-hmm. opinions on Ewan McGregor. I mean, he could have been uh, a decent Obi Wan if those movies weren't straight butt cheeks. But yeah, <laughs> I kind of skipped over B tonight. Yeah. Went went straight to L.
0: Yeah, understood. Yeah, Black Mask is. Uh, he's like a he's a he's, he's like a, a with the power a, of Wikipedia. He's kind of Kingpin plus. He is a broken yeah, black. Yeah, A good co. Yeah, he's not. I mean, yeah, he's he, he's got a disco Danny Tarrio suit for the most part. Right. He's literally he he's, he's he, he lives his gimmick, brother Beavis. He wears a black <laughs> mask, um, nice. and that's pretty much it. So, I mean, you know, in terms of a movie where you're going to have all these people and these ladies with no superpowers, it's good to have a villain that also does not have any real superpowers. So in that sense, it could be, you know, grimy, gritty to the street, you know, in a daredevil-esque fashion. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, I'm still surprised that they're going to make that an R-rated movie because it's going to obviously be for violence because if they put any titties in it, uh, people are going to be screaming at it sexist. So.
1: Well, it's mm, real interesting whatever. to me. I know this is this is a side topic, but there's a PG-13 Deadpool coming out, so yeah, yeah, it I seems to me too. like the novelty of the R-rated hero might have come and gone very quickly.
0: Yeah, and people are blaming that on Disney, but I don't think that's what it is. I think they're like, no. hey, um, we need a lot more people to see these movies, so yeah. um, we need to <laughs> drop that to PG-13. Yeah, they, they're trying to check. turn
1: over the couch cushions at this point.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no mm. doubt. All right. All right. Uh, L. Uh, L is for Lord of the Rings. Um, there was announced that I guess they're going to be doing a TV series, not necessarily based on the movies, but based in the universe or whatever. Um, and it's going to be a little bit more broad. And a lot of uh I, I think my note says white fanboy tears is that the elves are going to be multi uh, multi multicultural. You know, there won't just be all white elves. There will be black elves and brown elves and all those types of things, and there was a post by somebody that really, there was an article written that this is going to ruin his childhood, um, that there's going to be black elves and other colored elves. So, uh, Brother Beavis, uh, defend your people and your series of Lord of the Rings here.
1: Well, the only way I would take exception to it is if the concept of dark elves existed within Lord of the Rings, which to my knowledge it doesn't now it may be somewhere wedged in the silmarillion i'll never know because uh, i'm not reading that shit mm-hmm. um but like you know a straight dungeons and dragons there is a particular uh particular race of dark elves that a lot of fanboys are all about ironically uh because uh, normally the dark skin is a problem for people but um mm-hmm. you know if that existed then i could say there was a conversation to be had but I, to my knowledge that's not a thing in tolkien um, I don't think okay. that there was any discussion of skin tone anywhere in the book. So there's no reason why it couldn't be dropped in. Uh, my
0: my issue becomes is like if people are upset about this, the, especially in a situation like this where it's such a fantasy role. Like if you're okay with dragons and elves and hobbits and shit, but yeah. no, they can't be black,
2: huh?
1: The other thing, is too, is there's only, like, two or three named Elves characters. And so, like, if maybe if Elrond was black or Legolas was black, then mm-hmm. maybe that's an issue. But, I mean, there's only, like, two or three named Elves. So, there's room for more.
3: Yeah. Hutch, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm, I don't see a problem with it. Some Elves, whatever color they are. As long as they can, you know... Yeah, that's, that won't be a problem. Not in not in token world.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I also get the sense, too, that I, I don't, you know, speaking from my perspective as somebody that's like, whatever, with Lord of the Rings, I was like, I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, they got some black elves, I'm about to watch that shit now. Um, <laughs> I don't really care. I'd rather I really they had wasn't. black elves
1: than white elves riding in barrels, bad CGI barrels, for two hours of a movie.
2: Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, <y-y-y>.
0: i <sighs> oh, barely made it through one of those movies. This I don't goes, know how y'all sat through three of them.
3: I, I, I did some quality snoring in that second movie, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. But, yeah, I, I just...
0: It was just weird that that's a heel you're going to die on in a fantasy series with dragons. I mean, we've had the same conversation about Game of Thrones. and Like, oh, well, you know, that does really accurate times. It's like, you it was accurate when they had dragons and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Now, that All being right. said, there's... Um, I feel quite confident there's, like, a white nationalist app that combs the web, and as soon as their words black in character shows up, it just auto-generates yeah. spam. So... You know, yes, uh, this could be fake outrage. uh, If you have any faith left in humanity, this could just be robotic generated auto hate. uh, But I don't know. There's probably a good amount of people that are upset about it.
0: Yeah, completely. All right. Letter E and blurred. I have it for extra avatar, so we can skip that and slide this Daredevil review in here. Everybody's cool with like it. We're we're okay with not being any other avatar movies, let alone yes. four. Correct, everybody. I, if right I with could unsee five. the
3: one I saw. Yeah, yeah, one's enough. I would say.
0: Yeah, two, two. Two are in the can and two are on the way. I just can't. What I have no idea where there's an audience for that shit again. But well, that's I, fine. They
1: made right. World Dude. of Warcraft. That's basically the same movie. I mean, it's people getting yeah. off from being an avatar in a fantasy world where they can finally see chicks with boobs. I mean, that's that's all that movie was about, was about fanboys living out their dreams in a video game. Yeah. Mm.
3: Fucking they f- man. Fair to, uh player one. I ain't
0: like that.
1: Ready Player One. I
0: didn't see it. I keep saying I want to watch it, but I didn't. I haven't seen it.
1: That's disqualified on account of Mister Fantastic was in it.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That Grunwald dude? Yeah. He tried. All right. Let's slide in this Daredevil review. Hutch, as of Sunday, you had only seen episode one. I've seen the whole thing. I know Brother Beavis has seen the whole thing, so spoilers abound. But uh, Brother Beavis, why don't you go ahead and tell us about your review for Daredevil 3. I say it's actually better than season one.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think that um, the things that have not been great about Daredevil is like all the Catholic angst and all the butthurt feelings about people like lying to each other, and a lot of that is there. But I feel like they they really blaze through it. Um, the villains are are fantastic. Um, Kingpin is is good. I mean he has his moments like his voice is still hard to take sometimes um but i mean they really go to lengths to show like his his true power he's a physically powerful person but like just the influence he has and he makes a great villain and bullseye was fantastic i mean that guy was great
0: amazing
1: um and you know daredevil what i really liked is the way they sort of balance the table with like daredevil is is probably more powerful than than bullseye but he don't have a suit the whole time and him and, and daredevil does so that was cool the yeah. parts that where they kind of dragged it was they had a lot of flashbacks but um you know it did sort of flesh out some characters i know you guys dogged the karen page flashback but uh we did find out mm-hmm. that karen's a freak i think we kind of knew that but yes. um we got we got yeah, visual evidence of heaven, it. um so yeah i thought it was yeah. great um And I don't know, I can't remember if they set up a whole lot or if that was just like a, if we're going out, this is it. I can't remember if they really had a teaser for the next part.
0: Um, no, I don't know that it much did. Uh, Luke Cage ended with a teaser and we know Mm. what happened with that. And, um, so I'm not really sure. I I think when we'll get to one of these other things here momentarily, um, like I think, I think everything's moving to that, you know, Hutch is going to get his tagline here in a minute, do the damn service. (laughs) So, um, it's just been, yeah, I think everything's moving in that direction, you know, but also I think too, like, you know, like that's a good way to end the series. I don't know that you're going to be able to do much to top that and attempting to do that is going to, um, probably make it a little bit more awkward, you know, um, I think because Charlie Cox is such a good actor and such a better actor than the rest of the people involved in any of these things, I think that's why Daredevil probably has come off and doesn't have the massive inconsistencies like the other ones do. Um,
3: but but he's all. I think he's also the hardest character to to you know show his powers too. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's one of the things they really hit in this season because they like. Like he's cracking safes and he's like tracking people by smell. Like they, they, I think they really, they really tried to hammer that and show everything he could do besides just fight in lightweight C mm. with his radar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's nice, Um And I, uh, I think I texted this to y'all. Vanessa is that ride or die bitch um, <laughs> for real. She is that ride or die girl right there. Um, she ride was ride die or die died in the
3: first movie. series.
0: Uh, well she's definitely ride or die in season three, sir. Once you get that far. Um, mm. Yeah, so yeah, just overall a really good thing. Uh, I would end it there. I wouldn't even attempt to do a season four. Which um, means they but, will. Yeah, well, and again, what let's get to the letter R. So <laughs> I think they need to change <laughs> up the R.
1: the environment. I think they've I think they've yeah. mined, you know, the Save My City. The lights never come on. I think they've mined that enough. I'd like to see him go on to something a little bit different.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and they they messed up so bad with Defend, like the defenders. Yeah. Not that it was so terrible, but it wasn't really good either. And just so you know, much that, explanation. That been, yes, it was, <laughs> it was a lot. It
1: was just and, like and, there know, were like whole episodes that were just gibberish about the hand. And people being worried. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, they're ninjas. Got
0: it. Yeah. Next. Got it. Yeah. They, and that would have probably been the best expo- That the time to expand that, and that that time to doing that would have been the perfect time to expand them into the MCU, which, again, it probably is not going to happen until this Disney streaming thing happens. So. All right. So yes, thumbs up all around for Daredevil. You ha- did, have you gotten further than its uh, issue or issue season one, bro? No, uh, I'm still on yeah, episode, episode two, sir. Yeah. All right. So the R in Blur is for roommates. I put Uh, it was announced that the Winter Soldier and Falcon are going to have a series on this new Disney streaming network. Uh, Sandman sent us an article today that that's going to be starting in late 2019. Uh, There was an announcement that there's going to be a Loki series as well with Tom Hiddleston. And it appears that they are going to shift the current MCU heroes and I guess villains here too with the current actors into these TV series on the Disney streaming service. Uh, it's a star Wars and Disney Marvel thing. I, I, I saw that, uh, Cassian is also going to have a series Was it Diego Luna from, uh, Rogue one. He's going to have a series about, um, him uh, on the streaming service or whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> Does does anybody hate the idea or just hate the idea of another streaming service? <laughs> uh,
3: I hate it. Yes, I mean, <laughs> really, that's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No surprise. So what's gonna that's gonna be what? Fifteen bucks a month. Another one, probably. Yes, fifteen bucks a month. Uh, low, I like Loki. Off. I mean, as a character and the actors are. It is Loki. That's what the heck are you going to do for five or six episodes? I mean, they'll come up with something, but no, no, four, right? More likely. Uh,
0: I mean, it seems to me and to correct me if I'm wrong here, it seems to me they're like, okay, you people are aging out, but we can still do something with you, pay you a good nut of money, but not have to pay you an excessive amount of money to still keep these characters alive in a universe. That that's been my thought about the whole thing. Like, they get a chance to still make their money, they still get the interconnectedness with the rest of the MCU, depending upon what they do in this next phase, and then everybody's happy. That, that's my thought, brother.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they have, what I like about the, the fact that they're doing this is, is, you know, they have the TV and the movie, movie versions right now, and you can do different things with both, but they've heretofore been only, like, loosely tied together. So the fact that they can have use the different media and tell a story that's potentially coherent across everything, I think that's really cool. Um, I think it sucks yeah. that it's like you guys said, another streaming service. But you know, uh, damn Disney or not, Marvel and Star Wars is not a bad to is not a bad recipe to put in a pot. You know, if, to 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 have right. to pay for. It. I mean, it might be that at the expense yeah. of something else, but um, it sounds like you know, they're, they're, they're generating a lot of new content for it. And I think that, you know, there are some smaller stories or some stories between the headlines that I think would play out great in, in a TV show or episodic or an ongoing thing. So I think it's, there's some, lot of, there's some cool opportunities and it'll just, it'll be in the execution. I think, uh, you know, yeah. Falcon and winter soldier had great chemistry in the movies, but you know, does that, is that still exist without cap who I'm, um, yeah. We all know is not right. going to be on there. Or is that, you know, their sort of is that how the cap succession is going to be played out? You know, yeah, or is it just going to be like a hokey, they're their roommates and there aren't even villains, it just wackiness goes on. That would probably not be a good uh, idea. Yeah. But I'd probably still watch it because those not guys crack super me up odd
2: couple. Yeah. <laughs> a odd couple. Yeah. I all right.
1: <laughs> the odd couple.
3: Odd
0: couple. Uh, yeah, there's supposed to be a, a potential Scarlet Witch and Vision series as Ooh. well. You know, again, just pairing off people. Yeah, I mean, what is, is it? A romantic comedy? Is it three's company? Does you know? Uh, I mean, Wonder Man show up you like, "I used to be my
1: bitch." I mean, uh, as Hutch would say, Marvel's <laughs> broke it? back mountain. Wonder Man and Vision. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> but I, I just, mean, realistically,
1: I I mean, if you if you try to tell the story of Scarlet Witch and Vision in a movie with people who don't know anything about yeah. it,
0: there's no dude. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: But you yeah. know, if they're gonna I mean, pull off the marriage cyborg, and the twins yeah. and Agatha Harkness, I mean, there's some stuff. Oh, no, don't
3: please, Lord, stop.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I bought yeah, all them books but honestly, too.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, but on the small screen, I think that's what he's saying, is that would play out a lot better than trying to make an hour and a half movie with that shit. Like, it would just be like, oh, my God, no. Um oh I get it. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I can't say that I'm excited about it. You know, I've been experiencing Disney's or Disney DC streaming service here for the last couple of weeks of, you know, at least just with, you know, watching Titans or whatever. I mean, it can work. It's not that Titans is so bad or so good or anything. It's just, you know, I I, I don't think, as, as as we say with DC all the time, they just don't have the investment capital with fans right now. So anything that they put out there is just like it always gets met with a questionable uh, side eye or whatever. So, I mean, they you know, have, and they like have great, owners. like,
1: straight-to-video animated stuff. And I would love to see yeah. Young Justice Season 3, and I would watch Teen Titans. But there's just not enough there to, mm. to pay a monthly fee for it yet
0: right mm. exactly
1: and what we are they going to do it. with the WB once right. you know because they've got four hours of yeah. programming on the WB right now
0: right yeah and is that going to shift over there or do I mean uh, most of those shows should be shifting themselves off yeah Green Arrow
3: or, yeah Green Arrow should be
0: <sighs> yeah at least two seasons ago yeah, uh, and then Flash is kind of flashing is, that way yeah, is flash
3: is that, and I, I haven't watched an episode of Supergirl yet if I ever will. No oh, yeah. I was good
0: for season 1, then I, I was out for season 2. Right. I haven't watched Black, D- I haven't watched
1: season 2 of Black Lightning yet. I yeah, thought I the got all season in my was really good. Yeah,
3: I haven't yeah, I watched yeah. two episodes of that, so Yeah. Season Season 1 was
0: really good. I just haven't had, you know, I have not sat there just, you know, chunk watched and, it, and, I guess. So. And Legends of Tomorrow
3: still comes on too, right? It does. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I've watched two episodes of that in my whole life too. Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of yeah. kind of, kind you of know, those kinds of shows actually are been spoiled by Netflix in the sense that like you know what I want to watch this, but I want to watch all this shit. Like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to chunk out, like, five and six hours and I'm going to watch it, as opposed to be waiting every week for a show? What are we, in the freaking 60s? You know, like, I can't be doing that. Like, I'm going to watch everything. I mean, I, you know, I binge pretty much Daredevil in two days. You know, I, that's how I want to watch it. I'm like, it's hard to be, you know, I just stick them on the DVR and just wait for them to all come at once and I can watch it. But okay, All right, Letter D. Y'all two disappointed me as we were talking before we hit record. Letter D is for Dungeons and Dragons, I've uh, reported that there's going to be a Dungeons and Dragons um comic book here coming out. I am on the phone with two noted Dungeon Masters in my life of own knowing Dungeon Masters. You two are it. And neither one of you two is excited about a Dungeon Master or Dungeons and Dragons comic hunch. What's up with that?
1: Hey, can it's I just been point done. out um, that's oh. that we're at the twenty-two minute twenty-two minute forty second mark. And so when we get done We'll tell you what the mark is. So if you want to fast forward through this part for people that don't like Dennis, <laughs> a public service announcement we can offer. So at 2240, yeah. this conversation started.
3: Noted. Um, yeah. It's, it's been done. I mean, yeah, there, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, pa- Pathfinders has a comic, a monthly comic. I don't understand how,
0: Dungeons and Dragons with dragons, elves, warriors, and all this don't have a freaking comic book. It just seems like it would make sense. Everybody got a damn comic book, but
3: comic well, I mean, I mean Dungeons and Dragons is the granddaddy of them all, or as far as role playing and this and that and this and that. But it's it's like Atari, man. It's been doing, and there's better <laughs> shit out there.
1: I so no say it like this, there. like the, 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 the wonder the, the best part about Dungeons and Dragons is it's the story that you tell when you're playing it. And if you ever want to like lose a friend or just have somebody leave the room or just tell you to shut the fuck up. Start telling them a story about a, a game of Dungeons & Dragons you play. Be like, oh, she was awesome. We're going into this cave." That, that conversation will be over before it starts. And so I think that's the thing for me is like, you know, yeah, I, I'm down with elves and dwarves and all that. But the the appeal of Dungeons & Dragons is that it's a story that you're telling with other people, and it's spontaneous, and inter- you're involved inter- Interactive. And,
3: Yeah, interactive, whatever. Yeah, talk talking about Dungeons and Dragons is like talking about your fancy football team.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna play H. A. Green, but he was playing that team we don't talk about. So yeah, that's just nobody wants to hear that because it's more important to you than than anyone else in the world. Right. So, but yeah, yeah, they're just the problem with the problem is that that property has been sort of poorly run. And I think they've they've I don't think they, they realized that it wasn't sufficient to just, um, like trade on the name. And I think there's been mm. offshoots of that game that are really much more focused, are much more like consumer facing and friendly, um, and really sort of mm. like tease stuff out over time to keep people engaged and have a collecting element of the game as it's coming out. And I think Dungeon and Dragons has just They've changed the system so much, and I think that's probably where a lot of resources are. Um, they just they're, and they're they're not putting out technology to keep up with it like some of the other systems are. So I think they've just it's it it was it's its day has come. I think for now, and
3: gone,
1: come and gone. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm I'm completely shocked by this information. I'm completely blown away by this information. So,
1: <laughs> I was like,
3: oh man. This is awesome. No. I mean the no. I mean we got the video, we got video the games. Oh we oh I knew that was coming.
1: Yeah. I mean huh? they just uh, there was a time when, you know, like like I said, video games, like there was the gold box games where you could make like all the main classes and it was like three D down. You had Baldor's Gate, uh, was the shit. Yeah. Uh, Eye of the Beholder <laughs> before <laughs> right. that. I mean there was there at one point there was like a great um, you know video game arsenal uh, that was consistent with the games
3: Never like Dungeons and Dragons
1: that. online is is based on a completely different setting it's been around for like 12 years and it's a good game but it doesn't have like the membership of of World of Warcraft or anything like that I just I mean that that property hasn't been consistently supported by Whoever it is that makes money off Dungeons and Dragons, it's almost like what they've got the you know they've got stuff licensed out, and they're content to make money off the licensing rather than own it and really drive it.
2: Like Marvel. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 90s
0: Marvel. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Okay. All right.
1: So that was wow, uh, about four minutes. Yeah, five uh, minutes, hopefully. Yeah. Five minutes, yeah, about four four forty. Yeah, so it. hopefully, uh, yeah. you can stop fast forwarding now. Pick
0: yeah. up. <laughs> man, I'm I'm shook to be honest with you.
3: I thought y'all would be like,
1: man, yeah, man, get some
0: warriors out there. What buddy.
1: Marlon Wayans? Oh, was
3: it? Was, was a was a elf? Wasn't <laughs> he in that movie? Uh,
1: uh, yeah. he, he was. I believe he was. Yeah, no, he elf. was not. No? no, he was not. He, oh, got right, what, he uh, I up got you. with the black elf.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Christina Ricci was in that, right? Was she in there? Was she? I think she was the princess or whatever. Wasn't, she, wasn't it her? Oh, no. It might have been that other pale-skinned, big-boob girl from the 90s. All, the one was all in Ghost I know World. is
1: Scar from The Lion King was in it in full force. So.
0: Mm. Yeah. All right. Oh, Damn. All right. Alright, let's get into these damn books as we end Blurred Notes. Um, The first thing up, if we haven't been here for a while, is That's Day 1. Let me hit my sounder. Alright, That's Day 1 is when we give a DC book some love on the Marvel Hacks. Um, We've been reading this new series, this Heroes in Crisis, uh, that DC has put out. It's, um, in in the long line of crisis history stories, essentially the first issue was (laughs) yes, setting up these, the first, uh, the series was setting up this thing essentially where the heroes have this thing, machine that they can go to called sanctuary that they go to and express all their, uh, feelings and emotions about doing superhero and villain stuff, um, a bunch of people got murdered, a bunch of heroes and villains that nobody really cared about, including a Christmas Addicts version of some black hero whose tagline was, It's Getting Hot, um, mm. and uh, who I'd never heard of before. So issue two picks up, and essentially issue one was like, who who killed all these people? Well, and it was between either Harley Quinn or Hutch's other favorite, Booster Gold. Oh, and... Oh. um <laughs> Yeah, so Heroes in Crisis 2 uh, basically picks up there where Poison Ivy is doing what I guess is called like a header, where she's talking into Sanctuary about her problems. And then she is actually one of the heroes or villains that actually got killed, too. Uh, in DC comic book lore, her and Harley, Harley Quinn, winner. I think, are married?
3: Yeah, there's yeah some they're type married, of, they or got at least, some type of yeah.
0: entanglement, uh, pun intended. Yes, yeah, domestic. Domestic partnership yeah. and uh, Harley Quinn is essentially on the run from the heroes because she know that the Trinity is headed after her uh, after what had happened and she goes and makes some deal with the penguin of some sort. But I mean, that's basically getting to this moment and the Trinity is there. Trying to, you know, Bruce is trying to figure out what happened, and you know what happened with this sanctuary thing. And both Superman and Wonder Woman are like, okay, so we know you built something into this shit to determine what happens to it. He's like, no, I ain't do it. Let's yeah, so take like that Dave Chappelle joke, brother Beavers. Remember that time when you um uh, you uh you shit on this couch? No, I don't remember sitting on this couch. Yeah, yeah, I do remember sitting on this couch. Yeah, it's really that whole thing, and it's going to come back. But basically, they're like. All right. Well, we got to figure out what's going on, and they're going to hunt down Harley Quinn. Hutch, you got a chance to read this. What did you think about Heroes and Crisis? Ugh,
3: I've been down with the. I've, I was, I was. I've been down since Crisis of Infinite Earths. That's the first Crisis I remember, anyway. Anyway, and I and I got Identity Crisis, and some other Crisis. hey anyway, I said, it had Harley Quinn at the star of it. I thought it was like, yeah, superheroes meet big brother on this confession chair mm-hmm. or something when I first started reading it. Um, mm-hmm. I I was kinda lightweight checked out. And then the super checkout is when Trinity or Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman actually find Harlequin not hard. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: and Harlequin, I don't know, seduces Wonder Woman enough to to get her freaking lasso. Yeah, and damn near choke out yeah. Batman. I was like, "Good night." <laughs> <Okay.
0: laughs> yes, yeah, she does get the lasso of truth from um from Wonder Woman and proceeds to uh kind of push wonder woman off if that wasn't big enough then she takes the lasso of truth wraps up batman in it and he can't tell a lie and so as a part of that thing when they were thinking about well, hey what's going on with these heroes and they're like you probably have bruce you probably have uh kryptonite, kryptonite. in your lead on, on your belt yeah he's like i don't have that i promise and then he gets the rope on him he's like oh yeah i do uh, i do have <laughs> kryptonite on my belt
1: <laughs> oh yeah i got that kryptonite
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. And then, you know, and then Harley Quinn opens up the lead part of the belt and then shines it on Superman. And she essentially fought the Trinity and lived to tell the tale and was able to get away. And I'm like, you know what? We're done with this. Like, this will be the last of this, uh, book that we review on, uh, the Marvel Hacks. Um, I, I can't stand Harley Quinn. I, I don't hate Deadpool as much as Hutch does, but I can't stand Harley Quinn. The character just sucks. It, she sucks. And I, I, I won't, I'm guarding myself. like, do I hate it because she's a woman? I don't think
3: that's no, what it is. its hey, it nothing to do with this. It's, it's, Right. The character it, is awful. It's awful. I mean, yeah. she should, I mean, if you want to be the Jokers, whatever, side piece, main piece, fine. If you're stealing the lasso of truth from Wonder Woman and choking out Batman, check, please. Yeah, exactly. She,
0: I mean, she took out essentially two of the most powerful heroes that DC has. She took has, out all three and,
3: of them. Uh, if you if if can get the last of the truth, choke out Batman and make and get the Kryptonite out on Superman, uh, you're the shit. Apocalypse or uh, yeah, he could not Apocalypse, but the uh, Dark Side can do them shits.
0: She had offense on
3: three, four, five, six, and special on seven. <laughs> I mean, right in right in three panels. I mean, she got the whole DC hero base on down. And, uh, and then, and then to, to make it worse, the other, the other side of the comic book is Booster Gold, which I ain't, he ain't been a good story ever. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is bad. This is bad. And, you know, and leaving it to the comic book part of it, this whole idea, you're supposed to have all this emotion for these heroes going through all this stuff. And it's just, it's, it's fake emotion. You know what I mean? Like I'm supposed to care. We're two issues in, there's a whole bunch of dead heroes and villains that I don't care about. And I'm supposed to, you know, this idea of there's a sanctuary that this thing that's supposed to happen has never been introduced before. And I'm supposed to care about, it's just, it seems so, um, fake like and so like just contrived for no reason contrived. yeah contrived that's a good word yeah I'm just not feeling it at all and right. like, yeah um, um, really um,
3: I'm um I'm crises I'm crises out as far as DC yeah. goes um yeah that
1: yeah so, so Hutch you have the you class? seen the greatest story never told from the Justice League cartoon I did I
3: read that book.
1: That's the Booster no, the Gold. the Justice League cartoon. Justice League Unlimited. Oh yes, yeah, I, yes, I got that on disc. Yeah, I got it, or
3: yeah, I got it over here. Yeah. So. It, so that's, it, that's, the, that's
0: that's 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 his one. I you could I do it, Booster Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's a terrible character. Um, but uh, I think I think I heard that he might appear in that Titans show on DC or whatever.
1: Of course in a later he will. When you guys so, are reviewing uh, these DC yeah. books, I usually start off making this face that just gets like my eyebrows get closer together, and like my mouth <laughs> like turns farther and farther down. It just it sounds like pure yeah. nonsense. But yeah, you know, Harley Quinn is beating your big three. That's like I don't know. That just that doesn't make any sense.
3: Right. It makes no yeah. sense having a book, but they're like you they're, they're pushing it like they're pushing Deadpool on the on the House of M. And I don't like him, and I don't like her, and that's about yeah. it. And Stone Cold said so.
1: She was like Stone Cold, yeah. and everybody else was in WCW on the first night after the merger. So, right there, you go.
2: <laughs> it's it sick. It took
0: them all out. Yeah, <laughs> it, it took them all out. Uh, yeah, so it I'm done. Uh, and there's, there's another story going on around with this whole thing about who's really in charge of who killed all these people. I don't know. Uh, Lois Lane's getting a drop on that. Uh, the flash does make an appearance and, uh, Clocks out booster gold when he thinks that, you know, whatever happened at, at the sanctuary house. It just generally speaking, it's just, it's a muddled mess. It also had shipping delays as well. So any momentum that it did have or people that was interested in it really dropped off because the book was wound up being like coming out at six weeks. Uh, it, it's just a mess. So yeah, uh, just no more crisis for me. I'm done. So right.
3: Hutch, your thumbs down. I'm um, extra thumbs down. Let it, right. let, do my usher, let it burn.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> nice. Alright, let's get into these Marvel books. Uh, we'll go through, we got four books tonight. That's actually kind of lightweight, five because I I, I got my number wrong for extermination but we can figure that out. We usually do X-Men last. So, first up is a book that we've been reviewing through several seasons of the Marvel Hacks. It's the Immortal Hulk. Uh, Hutch and I were talking before we started recording, Brother Beavis in the sense that like, we started this book, and none of us are really Hulk fans. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm
3: a, I am was, or I am a Hulk fan. I had them old Hulk books. Of course, I never got the one with Wolverine's uh, first appearance, in one of them books. I always got the books where he's fighting, you know, I mean, the Monster of the Week, and yeah. damn Hulk busters, and he's trying to... He's banging one. Uh, he's trying to get the girl, and she got to fight her father, Thunderbolt Ross, and oh yeah, yeah, all that mess, yeah. and the Hulkbusters, and Doc Samson with his yeah. green hair, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're not fans of it, you know. because uh, it's just not like overall. Right, right, right. You get. I mean, there's a Dimension the Returns after a while. Yeah, I get angry. I whoop people's ass. Um, You know, when you're, you know, one of your main villains got a big green head, that never is great either. <laughs> um, But, you know, I did collect it. It's a, it was a good book for a young person. If I'm big enough and beat up everything, uh, I win. That's what was my
0: yeah. theory. Well, the take on The Immortal Hawk has been since it started that it's this uh essentially creep show book, you know, where it's telling these stories. Tales of the Hulk where, you know, he's he's really essentially out for revenge and you know, the freak comes out at night, essentially. Right. And this book kind of plays on that as well. And he's essentially just going out and exacting revenge on bad people. And um this book and the, Avengers. Out the last time we were Yeah, this well, the last time we played it out is that he had this thing against uh, his dad, who had inhabited the body of Sasquatch. And, um, you know, or this evil spirit of his dad inhabited the body of Sasquatch and they had this brutal battle in a hospital. I mean, it was a brutal book. I I think that might've been the last time we recorded just this absolute crushing battle with guts and spilled and impalements all over the place. And so this book is coming kind of out of that. Uh, Hulk is in Iowa. Um, he is tearing through everything, and the Avengers, the current Avengers or the new Avengers team, the, comes out the, there—the the, the Disney Marvel
3: Disney. movie Avengers,
0: uh. except for she well, we. Yeah, we reviewed that book too, and it's essentially like a team that's way too powerful. Like, I mean, there's no, I mean, there's just nothing but heavy hitters on this team, and you get the whole battle of, you know, of Hulk against, you know, the Hulk Buster. You don't get him to fight against Thor because Thor gets cold clocked early on in this book. <laughs> he gets a concussion. <laughs> Yeah, it gets a concussion, uh, and he's saying, you know, there's something up inside him. It could be like a devil or a god or something like that, uh, and, uh, you know, they fight, and they use their secret weapon. I think it's the Helios weapon, where they hit him with ultraviolet rays or something to that effect. <laughs> something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and knock him out and down, and the book shifts, and then we'll talk about that in issue eight. You, know, well, did, you got a did, chance uh, to read this
3: one. Did you Did you know that uh, David, or Dave, Bruce David Banner... Was from Dayton, ohio
0: yeah i did not i did not yeah, yeah. that's interesting yeah okay i didn't and uh you Dane's got a chance own- to read that one bro you got a chance to read that one brother b what do you think since you've been with it since we've we've been right like i said we've been reading with this since the beginning
1: yeah i think i think that uh you know i've i've said a lot of times with the really power character powerful characters like um you know, Hulk and Superman and the like, it's really hard to tell stories that are interesting because, you know, with Superman has this contrived vulnerability. And, you know, so uh, to me, Hulk has been like, yeah, he's rampaging through his comic, but the story is usually something else. And I think it's really interesting the way they've made compelling stories and at the same time made, like, Hulk even stronger than he was. And so... And the horror elements, I think, play really well in what they're doing. So, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's actually like, it's very interesting. Like, it's like, I don't have the illusion that someone's going to kick his ass yet, but you know, they've, it's actually been compelling stories and, and the fights have been interesting and the, the challenges he's gone through. And this, this particular one is you know, with him divided up everywhere and all these jars, it's like, you know, you did not see that coming, um, in some of the scenes where, like, you know, where he where he he settles the score with this this scientist, and when he changes back, I mean, there's there's a lot of really kind of cool horror elements to this, and I think they've 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 really kind of given us Hulk stories and maybe like comic stories that we either at least don't normally get or haven't seen before, and so I think it's kudos for like doing something new, and I, I think a lot of the books we read were like, yeah, yeah split into teams, go after the MacGuffins, do this, like really has no idea where this is headed. And yet at the same time, okay. it's a coherent story along the way.
0: Yeah, shout out to Al Ewing and Joe Bennett, who have been the main, well, Al Ewing writing all of them, Joe Bennett drawing the most of them. Even the book is drawn in a creepy kind of way. You know, we'll get to issue eight here in a second. When you, when you see the Hulk smile on this thing, I mean, it's fucking lightweight, scary. You know, I mean, because you you know what's in his head or what he's thinking, and, you know, then he's going to act on what he's actually thinking in issue eight. Uh, So, yeah, just a a real creepy book. But, yeah, this book ends uh, with him being captured by, you know, a rogue government agency or whatever, and they take his body in issue eight, and they're really just uh, dissecting it. I mean, graphically. they cut his heart open. But but how are they doing it? But but that's what I was wondering.
3: What the heck are they using to cut the Hulk open, but yeah, that's, no, that's yeah, adamantium. my uh, uh, adamantium. Yeah. 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 They're
0: using adamantium to cut into him. And like brother Brutus alluded to, they have all of his, uh, body parts in jars, like just separated like that. But he's also conscious and, you know, essentially sentient still while this is all going on. The Hulk is, and issue eight is essentially this whole process of, okay, well, you know, who's this government agency? What are they going to do? Why are they doing this? and, you know, all of that coming to a head where essentially once captain, uh, or miss Marvel, uh, once she makes her uh, plea to try to get this, to stop from the, from the government, they try to move this out. And the Hulk had essentially wanted this to happen. He was testing his limits of trying, you know, how this was going to, you know, what his new limits are. And, you know, he puts his body back together. Like he's, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, narrator, overroar, yeah, there are none. And he pushes his body back together and, like, engulfs this dude. Like, literally, like, sucks his whole body inside of him and, like, you know, kind of leaves him in there. You know, and this idea that the Hulk only comes out at night is the... I, I, I love it. You know, he's the freaking werewolf boogeyman. And...
3: That's you know, how that's how the character really was comes. first created, too. I mean, he used to... He only came out at night when he was gray in the beginning. So they went mm-hmm. back to The roots! The roots! Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just,
0: I don't know. I, I mean, I, I i remember when I reviewed this book, the first issue, and I was like, man, this is freaking awesome. And Brother B was like, hold on, man. Like, pump your brakes. It's still the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it,
3: it, it, is the, it is the Hulk, but they, it, it's a classic, or the way they're doing it now, it, it does make it more interesting. The, I mean, the last books I bought bef- before this review was I was looking at the Red Hulk, and, you know, no. they were they were all Red Hulk crazy, and he was fighting with the, you know, Grandmaster and all them, and doing all kind of crazy stuff, but, yeah, this is, but I was really, this is the best book of the group that we're going to review, in my opinion, easy. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would agree with that as well, um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm way thumbs up on this Hulk book, um. I'm not sure how long they can run it out this way. Mm-hmm. To me, the longer you could do it, the better. Because Hulk smash stories are, you know, mm-hmm. you can get like one or two books, man. And then it's over. Like, it's just like, oh, y'all, yawn, yawn, bore, bore. boar, boar. We don't want to hear this shit anymore. And so I think the longer they can play this out, the better. I kind of thought about this as I was reading one of them the other. Uh, today. I was like this actually could probably more play out, you know, like a scary Hulk movie could play out in a movie better than it could like those other two movies that they made. You know what I'm saying? Like this way, as opposed to fighting like, you know, big other screamy green abomination type things. I think you it'd know, be a
1: different a kind, of like kind of movie that we haven't seen before, but probably right. won't happen.
0: No, I mean, they've, not, it,
1: Mar- uh, Disney, uh, uh, Disney uh, has embraced, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Getting that side punch on Thor, yuck, yuck, yuck. I mean, that's that's Hulk <laughs> yeah, yeah. <in> the movies.
3: <laughs> and, and I and I think ain't Venom really kind of the bad hope.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm still the only one that's seen that movie. Correct.
3: I I haven't seen it, and I'm not
0: yeah. breaking. I, I thought over Sam saw it. No, he no, he didn't. He's actually, yeah, vehemently opposed to that movie. Uh, he yeah, loves Spider Man you, you a lot. May, so you may well, keep I your status
1: too. As the only person who's seen Venom.
0: Yeah. Yay. Oh, okay. He'll see Aquaman before I do. I guarantee. you. All right. Mm. So yeah. So a thumbs up all around for the Hulk seven and eight. Uh, well done, Al Ewing, sir. Uh, mm. and Joe Bennett. Well, well done. Definitely keep that book up. All right, let's get into these X-books. I, I think I sent it out to y'all that you do, I think, three and four. But I, I don't – Brother Beavis, did we review it, episode
3: two
1: or issue two? I don't think we did, but we can we can go through it real quick.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask, Hutch, quick, do you have
1: like, a, a, a feelings about Ahab? And are you an Excalibur <laughs> reader? <'Cause> we, we, <laughs> oh, we've been you. pretty generous with Sandman, uh, but Excalibur sucks. <laughs> and if you have a lot yeah. of those, you have a problem.
3: <laughs> yes, I – I, I I vaguely remember this Ahab character. I mean, real vague. Um I think other he other was one. he
1: came in as the villain in the Days of Present Future, which was uh, uh played out through the annuals and had Fantastic Four and New Mutants in it. I think that's where yeah. he started off. Yeah. And he was in he that sucks, he though. was in that Genesis video game if I remember correctly. Uh
3: something, something Something, something awful. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: he, he belongs <laughs> to a video
3: game. Excalibur, Excalibur, uh, and, oh, here's my, this, only Harlequin and Deadpool will lightweight make me like Kitty Pryde. Ugh. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. ugh. so yes, anything with Kitty Pride in it back in the day would make me gasp. So, Excalibur had, I believe, Kitty Pride in it. Yep, and uh, yep. yeah, As, and Nightcrawler. I mean, you want to talk about the the
1: Captain Britain,
3: Captain Britain, Megan, uh, what what her name is,
1: and, and Rachel Summers, the Phoenix
3: Girl, or, or Phoenix, mm-hmm. the offbeat Phoenix. Like, oh, yo, yo I could, You want me to pay for this shit? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the the
0: recap of this book. Uh, before I turn it over to Brother Beavis to recap Extermination. Uh, Essentially, the X-Men books are rebooting again. Uh, We started with the most recent reboot uh, when we do, I think it was still the Thursday Night Comic Book Show, when they rebooted for X-Men Blue and Gold. And then as a part of that, X-Men Blue, at the time at least, was the original time-displaced X-Men who were stuck in this timeline based on a previous story that had come out, which was actually really well done you know, five, six years ago. But they're still here. And so in the process of trying to get these new books relaunched uh, in November, allegedly, they have to do something with these time displaced X-Men. So this story is essentially figuring out what to do with them. And uh, my thought is that they're going to end up being gone. But who hell, Who the hell knows? We'll know by the end of this story. In issue one, um, some people die, primarily old Cable. Is killed by a mysterious figure. Spoiler alert! It's younger version of himself. Well,
1: don't and, forget. Um, don't forget. Bloodstorm is the Christmas addicts. Oh, that's story. right. Yes, Dead Bloodstorm did. Color, yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, Bloodstorm did take the Christmas addicts three count uh, and gets killed by Ahab. So yes, <laughs> forgot about that. It is in my notes. How could I forget? So, uh, but yeah, all right. So Brother Beavers will pick us up with the recap. Uh, we'll we'll chime in when necessary.
1: Yeah, so like at first I was like, oh sweet, Bloodstorm's finally gone. And then as soon as they killed Cable, I was like, okay, Swerve coming. So the book two picks (laughs) up, and young Cable was revealed as the murderer of dead Cable. And he's back up and uh, has an encounter with Calvin Rankin, which longtime X-Men readers will recognize as the Mimic, probably from like Mm X-Men number six. And the Mimic had at one point all the powers of the original X-Men. And He still sucked, so that tells you, like, kind of how <laughs> bad the original X Men were at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cyclops is in his feels, and because Bloodstorm was his, his boo, and Gene's trying yeah. to pick him up. And you know, we have the ever all the X Men are together trying to make a plan, and uh, they're like, okay, we got to protect the original X Men. So, what do they do? The original X Men run out the front door. And I, I guess everybody else was back inside, like, oh, let's give them some time because they get they get attacked mm. by Young Cable. Uh, big surprise. Mm. Uh, Angel gets dropped immediately. Beast gets dropped immediately big after surprise. that. Big uh, surprise. Then it comes down mm. to Cyclops and Jean. Uh, I think Angel gets taken. Then there's a bunch of dialogue. There's a scene where uh, Young Cable is carving off Angel's wings, so reminiscent of the Mutant mm. Massacre. Uh, And then Ahab shows up with all his hounds. And then the big reveal at the end, which I think is a misstep. So somehow Logan, old man Logan, is a hound. Now the problem with that is Mm -hmm. like there's six or seven Logans running around. So I'm like, is this (laughs) that old man Logan? Or is there also an old man Logan who's also a hound? I have no idea. Logans show up like every week. So that part was confusing for me. (laughs) But
0: yeah,
1: uh, so the, the... I, I had
0: a note in here go ahead sir yeah, go ahead no i just i had a note in here that um their plan was to split everybody into and oh, yeah, make yeah, the yeah, original yeah. x-men MacGuffins. i i, I have yeah, yeah. my scooby-doo let's split up gang of course and split the team into four groups uh, and everybody gets a MacGuffin x-men character and uh you know and spread out go to your home bases and you know take an x-men character
1: with you uh I, uh uh, nah, whatever <laughs> yeah. That's Well, it. I mean, they've done this enough They know how crossovers work Right? Yeah. You split everybody up, you go collect your parts And really nothing happens in the middle So no. speaking of the middle uh, uh, Basically there's more fighting We find out that They basically planted a virus They have these two twins from the beginning They planted a virus mm. where everybody can become a hound So Nightcrawler's a hound Shatterstar is a hound. Everybody's a hound. It's like Oprah's hey, passing out. Like, zombie
3: hound. You get a hound, and you get a hound, yeah. and you get a hound.
1: And Gene Grey takes everybody. So I, it took me like a whole day to get this because I don't read the critically acclaimed <laughs> Benchmark series, X Men G- Red. Uh, X Men Red. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's
1: C rebro because it's under the sea. Is that is that what it is? That's their base. Is that what? It That's it correct.
3: Is? Yes. C rebro. Ariel under the sea. Yeah. She so basically Gene Graves come Ariel under the sea. Oh, ugh.
1: Nice. So well, somewhere man. along the way, we find out. I think the plan. And this may even be the next one. The plan. Ahab's plan is yeah. since. Uh, The old X-Men are here, the timeline is potentially able to be manipulated, and if he kills at least one of them, that brings about his future dystopian timeline faster, so he's all in for that. And Young Cable is pissed at Old Cable because he didn't do anything to stop that, so he took out Old Cable, so he'll be dead. But yeah, Ahab's goal is just to take out one X-Men. So the big reveal we have, in this one is, Calvin Rankin's role was he copied uh, Angel's mutant wings and then they took the wings off and put him on Warren so he can be regular Angel to be sent back. So, okay. P.U. Hey,
0: um, yeah, yeah. D- yeah, the jump in on that is, is that many of these new old X-Men have like weird powers and stuff. Like, Angel has fire wings. Um, Beast is now the fucking uh, Sorcerer wizard. Supreme, essentially. Yeah, he's a <laughs> wizard. And, uh, I mean, it's just they're all messed up and goofy. And so they're saying Siege to get pounds. back to their original timeline, well, they, yeah. well, to get back to their new t- timeline, they have to be the same as that they were. They can't, like, go back there all messed up. Jeez. And uh, when Cable's explaining that to New Cable, or Young Cable, is explaining that to the X-Men, you know, he gives them the flashback of, like, well, if you guys don't go back that way, you know, Ahab, whatever, can take over, and this is what the future is going to look like, because oh. y'all weren't around. I mean, it's really just... Awful. I mean, I know I sent this to y'all. I sent it to y'all. I was like, well, it's, it got better. But this is because we were, it, you know, it was a tag of the Clones. Like, it was just, you know, not as shitty as the one that came before, it, basically. You know, uh, go ahead, brother. Be was finished before we, we'll give it the full review.
1: There's only one other scene worth mentioning. So, because uh, most of the cable storyline reveal comes in episode four. But the big thing is uh, Cyclops. Um, uh, takes a final charge at at Ahab and gets impaled uh probably straight through the chest or head and stuck to the wall. So I already have a prediction <laughs> about how this is going to resolve if you would like to hear it. You <laughs> So Do that's tell. Calvin Rankin dressed up as Cyclops and he might be dead Absolutely. if they're not killing off young Cyclops.
3: All right. Correct. That's what I said yeah, off, sure. on the offside. Yeah. That's a swerve. Yeah, absolute
0: swerve. I mean, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. Overall, again, we and as I said to Hutch before we started, I was like, "This is a damn placeholder. We know that anything that happens here isn't going to hold. We know the new book is going to start allegedly sometime in November, probably in December, with the new team or whatever, which sucks." And I don't know if we'll go over that here in a second too, but like, it's just, it's just nothing here is going to be permanent or whatever. It's just waiting to <sighs> exist, basically. Yeah, it's just fluff, and you know, overall, it, it is what it is. So, Hot, you just coming on to this? What did you think of extermination three and four?
3: Coming on to it, I mean, I was like, I, 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 I see Ahab, and I'm like, is this like a, a offbeat apocalypse slash? I, I don't. Know. I thought that I thought the whole series and the way it's drawn and stuff, it reminded me of Archie comics. Remind <laughs> me of their superhero characters, and I'm—I mm. just yeah, Cyclops
1: is I, in a Jean Gray, Jean Gray triangle, not a Betty and Veronica triangle.
3: Something like that. <laughs> I mean, there's—I mean, Big Moose and Ethel and Jughead, and they all got superpowers, and Reggie Evilheart and just and, the, and these hounds slash zombies. Uh, Nightcrawler getting getting Cyclops and then teleport him into the water. That was interesting, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I, it was, he lived, by the way. He lived, right? Gene yeah. Craig got him out and saved him. Imagine that. And then all he goes through all that bullshit just to get impaled at the end by uh, Ahab. The uh, yeah, yeah,
0: just.
3: Yeah, I-
0: a two plus a two plus villain wrestler, by the way. <laughs> no, Maybe not even because he he, he even has
3: a ship, too. <laughs> I
0: mean, I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, his offense is on eleven probably, um, or special. But like, I just I don't understand. I mean, I do because I know what they're doing. They're just trying to reset the table. Like I get that or whatever. But again, this is an every two year thing essentially now, where they're resetting the books for whatever event or whatever is going to happen here I, I i think this is some sort of event to try to bring back uh the original scott summers you know because they killed him and they probably shouldn't have killed him however long ago they did it but i think that's i think the overall purpose of this is to bring him back and then reset the book or whatever but it's just like it's just so kind of boring and uninteresting like i just i don't know brother Beavers. was you took the lead what did you think i said it got better was i lying
1: I mean, as far as crossovers mm. go, I mean, I think it's it's okay, and it is moving, and it does have a plot that makes sense. You know, it does have it's got too many characters because there's you know nobody gets to do mm. anything of importance because there's like thirty five characters in it. Um, and yeah, mm. it's just we're so like we're so snake bit by this because they pulled the rug out so many times. It's like okay, just get to the end and tell us what new book is coming out. You know.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and.
0: And again, we've talked about this before. You know, we knew this was coming with this damn Disney merger that the X Men were going to get. You know, get their push now. That's why, like, uh, the Inhumans are on a straight-up milk carton. They tried; it didn't work. <laughs> the merger came, and now somehow the X Men are pushed back up to the forefront, or whatever. Just like the Fantastic Four, a book that's also on the milk carton, by the way, too. As we're approaching, because yeah, the third at least one, the third one weeks. hasn't
1: come out, has it?
0: No, we're we're going six weeks on that delay, so it's at least two weeks late. And um, so they're going to restart this team. I think there's, for as of right now, they're saying there's only one book. And then that team, and I won't have the picture in front of me, but that team consists of Psylocke, Jean Grey, Storm, Nightcrawler, a Jubilee, uh, what's that, Cannonball, and Bishop. Like, that's your team.
3: That's the and worst
0: team that, that ever. That team kind of – kind of sucks uh you don't have any brute strength none uh like no brute strength at all and then you have two telepaths uh okay you have jubilee who's absolutely useless so I mean I, I she's not even a there vampire has to be another anymore. team no she's not a vampire anymore and surprisingly there's no Wolverines on the team like not even one. Like not X twenty three. Honey yeah, badger.
3: Yeah, yeah, how? Yeah, how many? Yeah, how many X? How many Wolverines were in that in this book series? I, I mean, yeah, there was like two or three chicks that had claws. I'm like, who the heck is this extra chick? Well,
0: X twenty three is Laura. You know that yeah, one. I, but then I know honey that. badger.
3: Honey badger. There's badger. actually a character yeah. named Honey badger.
0: Yeah, she's a young ish wolverine i don't know what her backstory history is but she has wolverine power she can really she has mo- really fast healing abilities just like him as well um yeah she's a big star of x-men red oh, you know, we'll just leave that at that pepto please very yeah very popular character with the millennials uh not with the old comic book folks but
3: yeah that they- is
0: what it is but I just, I, that team do anything for you, Brother Beavers, or are you just like, okay, I, there has to be another book coming.
1: Yeah. I'm, I think they should stop like locking into a team and just go to a rotating team. Like, bring in a handful of people at a time, play on the different combinations, and don't try and like lock it in like we're the team now because it's not going to stick and it's usually a bad combination. I mean, like, make it small focus on the interactions, let people tell stories, and then move them on so somebody else can come in. But trying to tell a story yeah. with, like, some random collection of eight people out of however many mutants, or trying to keep them all in the story, it just is too much. It doesn't work. Yeah.
0: yeah. It The idea that we had, well, not that we had thought, but the idea that worked with Blue and Gold back in the day was, at least originally, was that they were going to have the two separate books or whatever, and then they cross over every once in a while, like, you know, Raw and SmackDown. And, you know, and then eventually it just turned into they were, you know, kind of interacting between both teams, you know, and it, you know, it was all the time that they were inter- uh, crossed over with the teams. I don't see how that, that couldn't still work. You know, you just use the characters as you need them for each individual story. You know, like, oh, no, you know, I mean, I'm Honey Badger or whatever. Honey badger sitting this one out, you know, she had school or whatever. I don't know what the fuck. But, at least you can have the teams kind of cross over and you know do it that way. You know, just, I mean, why? Are you, I mean, in the Lord's year of 2018, who the hell was asking for Cannonball to be in a fucking book, like any book, anything? Or Jubilee, right? I mean, honestly, I mean, he reminded me of Archie. Was asking, <laughs> he did in that book. He's drawn like Archie, and yeah. I'm like nobody was asking for either. And yeah, that's those the
1: only their, representation I got now is Cannonball. I don't reading that bullshit.
3: And he took out Shatterstar. With, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. Well, can we also talk about um, Bishop being on the team too? Bishop, Bishop sucks, y'all. I hate to be yeah. that person. Was, was Bishop
3: in that booth?
0: No, not in this one. Well, was in I am I,
3: I know I missed something. But yeah. I'm like, I don't remember seeing him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of. I was thinking about this today. I was like, Well, how's he going to come on here tonight? And when we started, like, kind of this comic book thing, it was really just the three of us when we had started doing the um, uh, the, the Secret Wars and then we went to Civil War or whatever. And I, I've listened to that podcast a couple of times where we had talked about Bishop getting, you know, his shit kicked in in Civil War, right? I <laughs> think Brother Beavis' line was like, I was the Avengers, you know, before uh, you know, Captain America just uh, curb stomped him on the ground, you know? Bishop sucks. He's just a terrible character, you know. Like he, he's a '90s character, you know, yeah. in a world that doesn't necessarily need '90s characters anymore. And I'm just he's, like, he's like Black Cable,
3: and he's awful. Yeah, oh. yeah. Wow. and Cable with, all, with wow. dreadlocks, or at yeah. least he had dreadlocks. Yeah. yeah. No, he don't have dreads anymore. He's got more like M on his face.
1: As soon as he lost the Jerry Curl mullet, he lost all his power. I mean
3: that was (laughs) spectacular (laughs) when he first.
0: He lost his cool and his power. (laughs) Yeah, I just I I don't know, man. I just I'm I'm not feeling this new team. Of course we'll wind up reviewing it on this damn show because we have to. But I mean, beyond that, like I'm like I know I know what they're doing and I'm just, I'm just kind of sick of reboots. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't, I mean, not that the it, blue and gold were doing anything because those books were pretty terrible near the end, but like, it's just, I, I don't, I think what they think they're trying to recapture every time they reboot, they're chasing fools go. It's like a junkie chasing a hit. Like, you're just not going to be able to get like that feeling that you were thinking before. Like, it's just not there. Like, you know, you would be better off telling these. You know what it if is? You didn't
3: review. It's Sears. Right. It's Macy's. It's a brick-and-mortar store that's got all this yeah. history and got all the, you know... Everybody used to do this 50 years ago, 30 years ago, but they're in, mm-hmm. they're in Amazon world now. Nobody gives a fuck about Macy's yeah. or Sears. And so they're all dinosaurs yeah. dying off.
0: Yeah, it, it they would be better off. And we've said this on here before, of just... Telling these small concise stories, not these world changing events every freaking you know, it's one of the reasons that we stopped doing the Avengers book. It was because it was like the first issue was like, Oh,
3: celestials bitch, take it. It's like oh, <laughs> 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 but, but but you but you know you're not gonna fight the grim the grim reaper and the and the mandrill and all that no one wants to read that yeah. bullshit either.
0: Yeah, I just we, we didn't review this and we talk about it a little bit because it's been a consistent book. You know, Captain America, once he came back from being um, Hydra Cap or whatever, the stories that they told in the book that led up to its relaunch as well were telling these small, concise Captain America stories that, you know, were two or three issues at a time. He wasn't trying to fight, you know, Thanos or the Red Skull or any like major villain. It was just like a small story that made sense. I think you can still tell those two to three issue stories. Like that brother we was that, that Avengers book that we started, they're still telling that same story with the Celestials. Yeah. They're like 9 issues in. I'm like, yeah. who who's got that in them? That's a mini series at this point yeah. or a maxi series.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, like, like "Oh, look, the I world's got... ending again. Let's go."
0: Yeah. <sighs> it's like, really? Yeah, for 9 issues. It's like, what are you going to do after that? What are you going to do after that? Okay, yeah, we fought the Celestials now. Um shit, reboot. God, bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's Come what here, Eternity.
1: Catch the hey. cell.
0: Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just, I don't know. Tony, it it yeah. is what it is.
3: Tony Starker builds yeah. Celestial Armor and, uh, yeah, and Fight the Hulk and Reboot. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just
0: over it. So, But all right. All right. So that's, that's the books for tonight. Um, like I said, we've been away. For a few weeks or whatever, I mean, I, the tag at the end of the last podcast, Brother she was like, all right, see you in a month. And you were uh, <laughs> omnipresent. I'm always right. Um, in the back <laughs> Yeah, you were right. But mostly because the books have just the books that we had been reading weren't coming out and or the books that we had thought about reading absolutely sucked. And it was like, well, I'm not going to, you know, make people be buying books and taking the time away to go read shitty books. It's just not worth it for y'all, me or anybody else. And so we just kind of, you know, like yeah, whatever. We might <laughs> you know, so, uh, need I mean, a
3: throwback
1: we, 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 in we, here soon. Bro- we we Brother
3: Beavis, yeah. Are you reading? Yeah, it, are yeah. you reading I, Doomsday Clock, Brother Beavis?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm six episodes in. I got seven. Um, I man, would. It's a funny if story. If we, I, I, I need to. I need I like to like catch up store. on it. Yeah. I was at the store. I was like, "Did one of these come out? I got another one." it was a damn alternate cover. I bought one of them twice. I was pissed off. Oh. <laughs> <her. laughs> yeah, I've read six of them. I might have to go read them again yeah. to make sense of it. But it's alright. I mean, it's right. it's in the vein of the first one. It's interesting.
0: Mm. I think part of the problem with that thing is that it hasn't come out consistently either. Like oh, I think yeah, it's been much delayed. Like yeah. So I mean I think we talked about that on when they they teased it on a long that might have been season one of the Marvel Hacks. We're in season four. You know, I think we teased that book or we read that in uh in that, that DC like kind of preview book or
3: something. So, and, and and when did the Watchmen series come on HBO? Uh,
1: is it HBO or is it I don't know. something
0: else? I think it is HBO i think but it's probably not gonna come on until after Game of Thrones, you would imagine. Uh, that's 2019. Yeah, and that's what April I think Game of Thrones is. So it's in that. I think, think it's in the challenges. world,
1: but not in the same time as the story. And I think I just saw they cast somebody as Mandius. I can't remember who. Mm.
2: I'll
0: let y'all have that one.
1: Thanks, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let y'all have that. So, but yeah, we yeah, but basically we were trying to end. Season four with the fantastic four like we kind of tagged them together the first two issues first issue was kind of butt cheeks and we were really mad and then the second issue was freaking awesome and now we're almost two months into like the third issue hasn't come out and you know modern comics and you know it was kind of you know sucky so we'd like to kind of sort of end on the fantastic four so i'm not sure if this will be the last episode as we're running in straight into the holiday season it's going to get difficult to be pulling people to do comic book shows but you know we're we're, we're sticking with it for y'all so we do appreciate all the, the listens and retweets because we had to get a lot of that for the last episode so all right we don't yeah. do exit music on this one hutch jeremy irons Thanks. is
1: ozymandias so scar from
0: Jeremy Irons. Oh,
1: I did see that, yeah. Wait, isn't he um,
3: Alfred, though? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I think. Alfred. Yeah, in Batman versus Superman world, he's Alfred. Yeah, in one of he those. He's
0: right. Alfred. Yeah. yeah. Really quick, before we start like to wrap this up, and we've we got this whatever, will you go see Aquaman? Brother Bemis? Yeah. My thought was that it's yeah, my thought was that it's it's so, like a, 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 a special effects wise, like you know, catching it on the the home box office, so to speak, would um, you're not gonna get the spectacle of it. So you would, you're okay with checking out Aquaman in the movie? Yeah, too.
1: I'll see it. And it's at Christmas too, okay. so I mean, what else are you gonna do?
0: This mm-hmm. is also true. Hot year no on Aquaman.
1: Uh,
3: yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it'll be a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah do I Fist too.
3: too For
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awkward, awkward. I'm I'm curious. I mean I th- I I think I saw somewhere today that the uh it the reviews are coming up or the embargo lifted today. So we'll start to get some of that stuff about people uh having seen it and whatnot. And yeah, you never know how that's gonna go. Um but okay. All right. So we'll start to wrap this podcast up. Hutch, thanks for stepping in for the Sandman tonight. It was greatly appreciated. Uh like I said, we try to have three people in here but it'd just been me and Brother Beavis, and would just been him and I going, you know what, I agree with
3: that. Um, so <laughs> I, I think I pretty much agree with all the stuff,
1: but sure. This is true, too. Yeah, that's fine. No, yeah, we,
3: you know, that's fine.
1: You it, got it was a circle jerk instead of a Dutch rudder, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, it's right. It's just a circle jerk. I don't know really what Dutch rudder
3: circle. stands for. i looked have to look that up,
0: For sure. <laughs> Not on your work computer. Um, so, yeah. So, as... <laughs> So, as the X-Men, the animated mu- uh, series music begins to play us out, I am the producer of this podcast, from the event finest podcast on SoundCloud iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, neither of these dudes are on social media, so don't even bother uh, Any question, just ask me. Ask me. I'm at the producer uh, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, or no, at Brothers Comics. B-R-O-T-H-A-S-C-O-M-I-C-S. At Brothers Comics. On all of those platforms. So that's it. As we wrap up around an hour and 15 minutes, I am the producer. I'm signing off. Uh, Brother Beatles, go ahead and sign off.
1: Uh, I guess happy Thanksgiving. Uh- yeah, all right
0: hutch up. be
3: Yeah. All
0: right. I think the Steelers put up 52 points, man, and that's pretty infuriating right now. So go ahead and say goodnight. good night. Good night. You're terrible. terrible. fucking All right. Good night, everybody.